This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is BetQL Daily with the Joes. Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. And this one's drilled to straightaway center. And it's gone! Welcome on in. Here on the BetQL Network, Joe O, Joe G, with you on a Tuesday. A ton to talk about today. Wimbledon, including a uh, top player not able to play. We'll get to some tennis with a great guest, Kenny Ducey, Alex Christensen as well. NBA free agency about to get underway in a couple days. We got a big announcement yesterday from someone who just thinks different, just thinks different than the rest of us. He's a different kind of thinker. We'll get to that in a second here. Uh, baseball last night, a smaller card, but we were on. A couple of those games, including a Vladimir Guerrero home run prop. So the home run props continue to be profitable to show. Good morning, everybody. Joe, uh, last night, small baseball card, but interesting nonetheless. Uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. We, the Blue Jays, that was the side yesterday. You know, against a, a young pitcher for the Red Sox. But we keep in home run props. I'm, I'm glad. We, we've gotten a groove here as a show after about a month of, of not. We had another one last night. Yeah, we knew uh, Seabold was going to give up some homers, and he did. It was just a matter of picking the correct Blue Jays and where where you were going to get greedy with your value. I did. I was looking for another long shot. That one did not hear, hit near the bottom of the lineup. But he gave up three homers, Springer, Chapman, Vlad Jr. all hit. And if you were back in the Blue Jays, Gaussman looked great for you. Seven innings scoreless, uh, 10 strikeouts, and only two walks in the game. So... I wouldn't say it means that the Red Sox run is over. I mean, they were – it was prime for a loss last night. Let, let's be honest. That, that's just what the situation was mm-hmm. with the starting pitching matchup, and that's where things mm-hmm. begin there uh, with t- Toronto. But also grabbed our eye, the biggest underdog on the board. It was a winner if you bet it for the first five. Yep. If it, it was a loser if you bet it for the – for the game, Rizzo and Stanton go deep. No surprise there for the Yankees. Yankees over the uh, A's nine to five. When we talked about it, uh, it was plus two. Well, the two, the I believe it was plus two forty on the first five. It was somewhere around there, plus yeah. two fifty for the entire game. But like some some of the things like this year, and I know it's every year. It is truly remarkable. Maybe because it's fresh in my mind because I'm I'm uh, working with kids like 15, 20 years younger, like. There are a lot of things that I see at nine years old that happens in the major leagues still. The the Murphy with multiple catchers interferences. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? It's crazy. Aaron, you got your home run prop last night. You're on Vlad. He delivered for you. Yeah, I just kept looking. I'm like, come on, just hit two. 35 to one Vlad for two. I was waiting for it. But Vlad and Springer are always so good at home. And we knew with Seabold, like, Someone was going yard, so turned out three guys did on the Blue Jays. So that was fun. We had a good we had a good day. Yes. Before we go anywhere else with baseball or anything else to start us off, we just got to we got to we have to pour one out for Paul's home run prop yesterday. So Paul Aspen yesterday picks <laughs> Carlos Santana hours after we give our our end of the show lightning bets and props. Santana traded to the Mariners out. 
void. No bet. I don't know what to do anymore. You know, I'm like a day off, a day early. Guys getting traded. I, no, no, that's fine. That's not a loss. You're good. I know. This has actually <laughs> happened multiple times this year. Where it's like, oh, all right, I'll just maintain my place in the standings we're no longer keeping. But, yeah, um, I do have one today that is at least could be. All right, well, pack your bags. See you later. Like, it's not well, completely out of the question. Oh, a player oh, that I, could be like a, a, not a bad team yeah. could be traded type yeah, of thing. Yeah. Yeah, maybe like a mile from where I live, possibly. Kansas City not off to a great start for the week for you. Well, they were. They took the lead, and then they caught up. Yeah, that was yeah. yeah that was rough. Yeah, but yeah. we knew that was going to happen too. Yeah, Can't that give, was just think of up ten runs of Texas. Oh, yeah, you know, you know speaking of that, and we're referencing uh, Paul, one of Paul's survivor picks, Seattle loser. Good job, guys, on a seven game week. Not not even close. Baltimore just, just beat them down. But the most popular pick this week, Joe G, was Washington. That's right. Nice they start. Came, but they came back to win. They came back to win. Beat the Pirates 3-2 last night. I just couldn't stomach that. No, if, I mean, it's the next. If you're then. in the mix and, and you, okay, we're a few months into a, a contest, like I don't know that I could stomach taking the Nationals backing them for a week. No, there's no way. You know, Speaking of just survivor stuff or just betting against bad teams, fading teams, I think the Orioles have moved past fade a team you just fade. They're not terrible anymore. I mean, they've had, what, yeah. three consecutive years of being the worst team in baseball, 50-something wins. They're on pace for over 70 wins. They're not horrendous. They're not good, but they're not horrendous anymore. I was thinking the same thing about the Pirates. They've been fun to watch, and they're not as terrible as I thought they were either. I think yeah. both teams are in very interesting scenarios. So... You've built up for this. You've got a number of young players that you can point to and you're pleased with. But most likely, you're not going to be part of the dance postseason comes. The Epstein always said, you don't pass on an opportunity to make your team better for the long haul. If you're not competing for a championship, you can't just pass on that. Are these teams that are not good enough to make the playoffs but are building young core together, they could also get maybe a haul. For some of those young guys under control. So it's going to be really interesting what teams on the rise, maybe not for 2022, are going to do for the future of their ball club like Baltimore-Pittsburgh. Yeah. I mean, some guys you want to build around like Hayes or Rushman, but like the closer core. in Pittsburgh. Who are your core? Right. Right. The closer in Pittsburgh. Closers go up and down. Like in two years, is mm -hmm. he still good? I wonder if they trade and they'll get a haul for him if they do that. I'm um, just going to say it right now, next year's Pirates are my, this year's Tigers for me. I'm just just. No, 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 no. You have to go back to with Seattle and Detroit. You're going to miss it by a year again. Se no. Seattle's, Seattle's already putting it back together. That they I consider are. that a yeah. win already. So that, oh, well. <laughs> I need somebody to take the Mariners' place <laughs> next year now. So next year, we are a Tigers and Pirates program. I Wait, are, we of, are we in Seattle? Like I'm just saying the Pirates, the amount of Pirates articles, like in the next five years, like they're like the Astros of 2017 that I've seen in the last two weeks. Like it's multiple. Peter Gammon said, it was a quote from an executive, Peter Gammon said over the weekend saying that the Pirates have enough talent to win a World Series in the next five years. Like in their mind. That's, that's what I saw. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. Aaron, Aaron, they're in the right division. They're in the right division. They're a are. good, bad team. That's our new thing in the second half. Which which good bad teams are we on? Orioles, so Pirates. 
actually it's kind of a serious question i mean you get the, more of the value in baseball like with the money line and that sort of thing but like the pistons for example they were a good bad team in the second right. half of baseball is there like and you know if they're covering six points seven points eight points it's a little bit different than run line money line you know half so is there a correlation hey can you pick out a good bad team and if you win enough even if they go like you know four and seven you're still probably ahead or close to it like what's the best way to play do that you know, if you target a good bad team do you know who has the best run line record in baseball I for not. betting purposes baltimore orioles I didn't know that. Just anecdotally, when we came on, I'm like, they're winning more than I thought they would. They're they're not yeah. terrible. I mean, people naturally are going to bring up the Dodgers because they're so impressive right. and they're favored every game, and they do have a good lo- good run line record, but they're not 60 percent like Baltimore. And Baltimore 64 percent. They're the only team that's above 60. Texas also in the mix. There's the Dodgers, the Mets, and then like some teams that you might not expect. Fifth is Arizona. I think it takes a while for people to realize a team isn't what you thought they were. Yeah. Right? Like, you don't want to overreact in April and say, oh, maybe they're not bad, but they might still be bad. But now now we're in almost in July. Like, the Orioles are not a 65-win team anymore, 60-win team. Yeah, you look to fade the Orioles every day, and then you realize, wow, they're actually pretty good. I better stop fading them. I'm losing. losing. Is the move the run line as opposed to the money line with these teams? Depends day by day, day by day. I think it depends on the number. So Baltimore, are you going to be willing to take them as a plus one thirty dog, or if they're facing a tough team and it's plus two hundred, would you take the run and a half? And then right. something like last night with the A's, where it's like, okay, you got a decent pitcher on the mound as a plus, mm-hmm. you know, better than two to one dog for the first five, but you don't trust them late. And today the Yankees are not favored by as much. Make sense of that, right? <laughs> who's pitching it in so they had montgomery yesterday today we'll be back to who sears sears okay so they've called up someone from the minors to to give him a start um yeah but that that's something we'll definitely track over the summer like we'll keep paying attention to this who the best teams to bet on and and who's kind of um you know it's not the one you want to bet on based on how they're playing and the money line stuff okay another big big piece of news yesterday uh we were waiting for it nba free agency starts in a couple days Let's make sure I get the quote correct here. Um, Quote, normal people keep the world going, but those who dare to be different lead us into tomorrow. I've made my decision to opt in. See you in the fall. A11. Is that that, that what that is? What does that mean? Is that his number? I I, I don't know what any of it means. All all even, maybe? All even, but an 11 instead of L's? I hate Kyrie Irving. (laughs) This guy's a clown. Stay off the weed. I need an NBA break. Just all of it. I need an NBA break. This this schedule is terrible. Going right from the finals to the draft, like in the same week, to free agency in the same week. I, I need a break. This you're not the NFL. I just it's just the, and then the the commentary that goes along with it is just as bad. It's just God, this guy. I mean, I read that quote by so taking many 37 times. million. It's just ridiculous. Nobody else wanted him. Okay, cool. So you're like, you're different. Like you're not normal. I, whatever. But normal would be to take the more money. And we carry on, people. 
Didn't he do the normal thing? He took the money. That's what. Yes, yes, of course he did. Everything's normal about it. That's the whole thing that's head scratching. Like, what are you talking about? Well, I mean, I guess he's realized that he's abnormal. That, <laughs> that as a general statement, is factual. But yes. because he made this decision to take $37.5 million and play with Kevin Durant, that is also normal. That is not different. There aren't people opting out in that situation. Whatever. It, it brought me back to grade school, actually, because I, for some reason it stuck with me. Like One of my teachers had this whole... Like the whole class was about daring to be different. And then there's Kyrie out there yesterday talking about daring to be different, dare to be different. Like, dude, you're not it. He, his perception, what he thinks the national perception of him and, and just the, the reality is just way off the charts. Like he's just, man, is he out there? We've, we've known that there are plenty of examples. I mean, talk about the earth i mean that's what, that's what Kyrie Irving, the guy's a lunatic what do you want me to say i do we root against him in every situation are we just that far gone on this guy i don't root against him but i just it's hard to like like i can't get behind Kyrie irving also i i think the nets played this correctly they called his bluff they didn't want to give him the full yeah. max they i'm said, not sure right, the nets want this, though no well i i think they'd rather him for one year than nothing, right? Because they weren't getting anything back in a trade, it didn't seem like, right? No one really wanted to give them right. anything significant in a trade. How about maybe that lead? That well, that only the Lakers came up. Right. And then they were offering Russell Westbrook. So, like, basically, that no one was offering anything for this guy. But, like, I think the Nets played it right. We're not giving you the max. You're unreliable. You think the earth is flat, dude. You don't play half the games. I'm not giving you five years. Exactly. Well, I what mean, kind of message? I, yeah, I don't root against him, but it, I just kind of shake my head when stuff like this happens. But I don't know. Like, wh what do we want to bet on the Nets? No. Never. <laughs> Never. The thing that's ironic is I like the player. Like, I think he's a tremendous player. Like, he gets to the basket and scores as good as anybody. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if you were making a list of the top five guys, just get to the basket and score. He's on that list. He's amazing. I love his game. He's just a clown, though. I mean, <laughs> totally unreliable would we, player. Would we feel this way if he didn't play with LeBron? What do you mean? Like, would he we have any champion? If he no, didn't we'd have, we'd any... say he's a loser. Yeah, we would. Yeah. Well, look at his career. <laughs> he's never been past the second round without LeBron James. Right. And then remember the year he got hurt in Boston and they went to the Eastern Conference Finals without him? The Nets' actions told me everything go ahead see what's out there please yeah. see what's out there we wouldn't mind moving on and what does that mean would they have torn the whole thing down that that's how sick they are of it but you're right we do have to kind of try to remove the basketball because that's what we're betting on we're not betting on what idiot comic he's going to make next so but a, that's, a that's just the I, I will tell you i mean i will say that i don't think i'll ever have a futures bet on a team that Kyrie. Irving is rostered on. And if given the choice, just as a fan, if it's him, somebody else, I'm, I would rather have the other side win than Kyrie. Yes. I'm not putting my money on Kyrie Irving. Yeah. Those days are over. I mean, maybe yeah. if he went back to LeBron, maybe that's a different story. But no, I, I'm out on that. So he's back with the Nets. So the first domino, I guess, big domino that could have fallen does not fall here in the NBA. Are we got free agency in a couple of days. We also have Wimbledon coming up this week. Kenny Ducey is going to join us on the other side. Kenny's one of our favorite guests. 
He does everything. Baseball, but he's also big into tennis. He's already been tweeting and putting out picks for Wimbledon. We're going to talk to Kenny Ducey, NBC Sports Edge, among a million places he works. He's going to join us coming up in a few minutes to talk about Wimbledon, including a, a tennis player who can't participate now because of COVID. So one, one uh, big name is out. We'll talk to Kenny about that. Who's in? Who does he like? Kenny Ducey, MLB, and Wimbledon. He's coming up next. Joe O, Joe G, and Hawks for Beck Daily right here on the Beck Network.